0: Welcome to Leadership DNA, a podcast for those who aspire to be a better leader. Alongside Arturo Gomez, I'm Rob Cressy. Today's topic: EQ, which is emotional quotient, aka emotional intelligence. Arturo, can you tell us what is EQ?
1: Wow, it's well, I'll tell you, it's a hot topic, uh, certainly across the board in in all leadership circles, um, through corporate. Um, you know, through the corporate environment down to politics and every space um, that we interact, the, the idea or the conversation around EQ is, is happening. It's, it's something that's here. <clears throat> it's something that people are recognizing. And it really is, it just boils down to uh, an individual's um, awareness of their emotions, awareness of self uh, their ability to control themselves, uh, their ability to motivate themselves and others. Uh, empathy is probably the underlying foundation of, of EQ. And then uh, social skills. So the ability to actually interact, engage, drive, motivate, and feel and have this kind of inner exchange of of emotion with the people that you're... Uh, trying to motivate, trying to lead. Um, and so it's a big deal today in in leadership discussion.
0: And this is an area <clears throat> in which I believe I excel very much on because I've been very intentional about learning and understanding my EQ. And it can really be boiled down to actually one moment in terms of why. And it was when I left my corporate job to be an entrepreneur full-time. And it was upon that moment that I understood self-awareness. When I was completely reliant on myself to create everything, to do everything, to bring in my own money, I was like, wait a second. I understood that I was in charge of every single area of my life. And that included my emotions. And I always knew that there are certain things that I could control as an entrepreneur And my mindset was one of them, so that's why I'm so positive. And then as I continued to mature, I understood more about building that fortress inside to be able to handle the highs and lows that come with entrepreneurship, and that's really where some of these qualities exude themselves from a leadership side of things.
1: Yeah, 100%. I mean, I think it's, um, you know, for, for a lot of people, well, one, EQ was really never discussed. 10 years ago. I mean, it was really just kind of the concept of EQ was just starting to emerge. I think that there's a significant significant amount of people that, um, that have a natural born tendency towards these, towards these particular qualities and traits. That's not to say, and I think we'll get into it today, that, that, that they can't be trained, fine-tuned, and worked out. But I do think that there's a lot of people that are born with these, you know, I'm going to go ahead and call them God-given talents, and it's just a, a, higher, uh, a higher internal emotional radar that people have. And so um, it, it, is, it is a, a quality and uh, these are qualities and characteristics that today are 100% needed to actually excel in, at the highest levels of leadership.
0: So let's get into why is this important? I know that you talked about a lot of the things, but this is something that can be easily swept under the rug by many people of like, oh, why do I need to work on this? But we really are realizing, and certainly right now, how emotional things can get in the highs and lows of business and life and relationships. And this isn't something that is only for business people, it is for all of us and even our own EQ in the relationships with our families is extremely important. And you really want to be able to carry yourself some sort of way and your awareness of the way that you're thinking and then responding to it. So talk to us a little bit more about why you believe this is important.
1: I think it's, I mean, I think the overall importance um, stems from, from the idea of being able to motivate and guide and lead. And so, um, you know, people, people today don't, they don't want to be led by a tyrannical, uh, leader. I mean, that, that doesn't resonate with anybody anymore. And so, um, you know, and I think in the, in the previous, uh, episodes, we, you know, we talked about the, the different attributes and styles of leadership. And so, you know, there, there are moments in time where where you have to use a different type of, um, attribute and whether it's a a kind of a discipline or more of an authoritative type of uh, component, that's fine. That's fine. But the idea or the act of being able to switch back and forth between these styles of leadership is is in essence, this idea, this concept of being able to understand emotion, right? Understanding what exactly is it going to take to motivate these, this group of individuals. And that goes back to that point of, of Of understanding their emotion, understanding your emotions, understanding the ability uh, to control emotions, and so uh, I think in today 's environment, whether it 's in corporate America or it's in any other it could be in athletics uh, people people today and it 's not even today it's uh, I think this is we've we 've always as humans wanted to be dealt like this I think it's just finally now people are understanding that highest levels of motivation are achieved. Uh, And pushed when people are kind of brought in together, brought in together and actually um, coerced, motivated in a way that feels um, like there's love there and there's some energy, positive energy around that.
0: So now let's get to how we want to do it or how we can work on it. And I think another thing that's important that you talked about, so we talked about the previous styles of leadership, but we also talked about the importance of number one in being able to work on yourself as a leader and certainly EQ is part of that. So for me, I really broke this down into three ways that I think about how you can work on EQ Number one is awareness. You have to be someone who is listening and aware of your surroundings and everyone around you because it's hard for you to give an appropriate response or reaction if you're not listening to the other people. And number two, you need to be intentional. So you need to be able to think before reacting and slowing down and and a lot of the emotional side of things uh, I think I do a good job of slowing the things down And, and so often the inverse of this where people get into trouble is when they react quickly or they pop off and their EQ is very low and they're not understanding how to best Deal with the temperature in the room because here's the thing so often EQ is going to come in the most in the hardest times. So, when there's chaos all around you, you don't want to be spazzing out, but instead, you want to be someone who sits back and thinks and reacts. And all of this can be in split seconds, but it's a conscious thing. And the last part of this is action. So, then you have the ability when you've thought about it and slowed down to process it correctly and be like, all right, how can I best handle this situation? and the more often that you do this and you um work on that muscle the better that you're going to get at this
1: right yeah i mean it's you know the the idea the idea of eq is kind of like um it's almost like spackling a wall it's like distributable energy right it's filling in gaps filling in holes in the team where it's needed and so somebody that's able to actually do that again, has this crazy level of self-awareness and can bring those energy, that energy and support of other people. And so um, I think all of them are workable. You know, when you, when you look at the, the, the five, you know, identifiable traits that we kind of highlighted at the beginning, you know, you have this self-awareness component, right. And you have, and so that, that idea is just understanding internally what your motor needs and understanding internally, you know, basically taking an internal temp, the self-regulation component, that's just control. And and you, you know, you kind of just touched on that. Motivation, empathy, social skills, all these things can be, can be worked on. Okay. And so when you dive into each, each one of them individually, and so people are going to, you know, inherently ask, well, how do I do it? So the self-awareness piece, I, I would say for me, um, One motivation is, I mean, not motivation, meditation, sorry. Meditation has been something that certainly has, has helped with that. Um, The, the, the part of, and so with meditation, I mean, fundamentally it's, it's, it's about listening. It's about calming down. It's about getting to a a certain level of focus. The self-regulation component I think to me is um, can be, can be worked on if you invite others to really kind of give feedback, to allow that feedback loop to exist. And so um, you know, our, 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 our opinion of ourselves is always very different from the opinion that others are gonna have of us. And so as we continue to try to hone in on these things and hone in on who we are to other people, I think it's really important to allow that feedback loop to exist and to, to ask get feedback from others motivation you know that's that's the one thing that i think is um it's it's not you either have it or you don't um but but i think that that carries a lot of weight and i think that that has a lot of truth i think that people just need to dig dig down deep and i think the meditation component will help with this it's who do you want to be who do you want to be what type of legacy do you want to leave and you know, that's where you can find the level of motivation that I think is required to lead. But again, not everybody has it. Not everybody has it. And that's, that's okay. That's okay. And we talked about in certain episodes that, you know, some people aren't, aren't designed and cut out to be leaders of groups, but you can still find peace in leading yourself and understanding yourself and having a self-awareness that, that I think is a, a very a tremendous quality And again, leading yourself is a very valid thing. Empathy is, you know, you can practice that. Again, I get back to meditation, but I also really uh, force people to just kind of take a step back and try to actually understand different points of view, right? So this is how you feel. Take a second just to try to understand what this other individual um, is feeling in their shoes. And so, you know, I think today even... You know, after all the madness that we've had with the with the civil unrest from the from the protests and stuff like that, I think you know yesterday particularly was a day that I that I felt like the entire country was actually trying to understand what the other person was feeling. And so, um, you know, empathy can be worked on. It it really requires you to actually take a step back and try to understand what that individual is feeling. You know, social skills, not everybody is designed um, to be a social butterfly. I think it's just kind of one of those things that um, it's a practice thing. It requires you to kind of throw yourself into the fire. And, um, and, and certainly, you know, there's people that are very uncomfortable um, doing it. You know, I certainly was uncomfortable speaking in large groups and audiences for many, many years. And it actually took me forcing myself to accept every invitation to go speak in front of an audience to actually get past it. And, and it was weird because I'm an extremely social person. Like you throw me in any room, I'll, I'll have connected with everybody by the end of you know, half an hour. Um, but you, know, when you when I was you know, uh, given the chances and the opportunities to speak in front of a larger audience, I just, it was something that I was very uncomfortable doing. And so you have to force yourself to go into uncomfortable places to really fine tune some of these skills. And social skills is, is, is no different. But, you know, I think, um, I do think that they are all workable, just it's going to require some stamina and some resilience and some grit.
0: And there's a lot that you talked about that I loved. So number one, on the how do people get comfortable being uncomfortable, public speaking, things like that, for me... I took improv. When I moved to Chicago, I don't even know why I did it. I was looking for something else to do. Mm-hmm. And I took an improv class. And then it just so happened, I moved across the street from Second City, one of the best comedy training centers in the world. And I was like, huh, this would be a good skill for me to learn. And that was exactly it, is I went there not to become a comedian, to but to learn the skill set of someone who can get comfortable being uncomfortable, who can think on his feet, who can also, oh, by the way, listen. It's such a big part of improv because if you're not listening, if you're already thinking about what the person, what you're going to say, you're not going to be together. And and that's the key is the yes and philosophy. We're in this together. And another thing in terms of are people born like this or can you build it? uh, One of the things – that has been a big game changer for me is when I started to think about my life in terms of lifestyle design. I now design myself, emotions included, in terms of the person that I want to be. So how do I work on this every day? I think about my morning routine like a boot sequence for a computer. What does it take for a computer to become the computer that you want it to be? And one of the things that I have is a series of I am affirmations that I wrote out. So, for example, I am worthy. I am positive energy. I am flexible and fluid. Um, Everyone is better off for having interacted with me. So why do I do these things? Because I need to, on a daily basis, reboot myself back up to say, listen, Rob, this is who you are, and this is who you want to be. And this goes back to the awareness and the intention because if you can become more aware and intentional about the things that you want to be, emotions included, then you're going to have a better chance of being that person. And the last thing that I want to add to this in terms of things that you can do, I've actually got three books that are related to the emotional side of things that are good. One of them, which is my favorite book this year, is It Takes What It Takes by Trevor Moad. And what this is, is about neutral thinking. And Trevor Trevor Moad was Russell Wilson's mental coach. And the best way I can describe this is, how can Russell Wilson throw four interceptions in a playoff game and then lead the Seahawks back to win over the Green Bay Packers? You're like, how does that happen? Because of the neutral thinking, it's not getting too high or too low. Uh, The second book would be Don't Sweat the Small Stuff by Richard Carlson. And what is that really about? Don't sweat the small stuff. So what's the small stuff? Anybody in a relationship or with coworkers, there's little things that just nag at you. But guess what? Do you let that build the negative momentum or do you decide to say, you know what? This is a small stuff. I'm not going to remember this tomorrow, a year from now. But a lot of people harbor this small stuff where small stuff plus small stuff plus small stuff all of a sudden becomes like this giant boulder rolling downhill. And the last one, Awaken the Giant Within from Tony Robbins. Anybody who's ever read anything from Tony Robbins, there's certain emotional qualities that come with his mindset. But those mm-hmm. are three books that I highly recommend.
1: It's awesome. Yeah, I think those are great recommendations. And, you know, I think uh, people just need to dive into it and really just start experimenting with with this whole concept. And there's a ton beyond beyond the books that you just mentioned, there is a ton... Of literature nowadays about um, EQ, uh, the impact that EQ has, and how to how to continue to develop yourself um, further along the path of, of increasing your EQ.
0: So now let's get to the takeaway or the action item. And for me, my action <clears throat> item for the listener is to intentionally slow down And a good way that you can do this is when you're in a social setting, whether it's just you and one other person or in a group of other people. And I want you to consciously let life happen in front of you. And I just want you to observe. And the reason for this is what that's going to help you do is, one, work on your awareness, and then, two, work on your intention because you're intentionally slowing things down. And what you're going to really notice is the pace in which everybody else around you Talks and where their EQ is, Arturo. What about you? Do you have a takeaway or an action item?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's it's more of a takeaway, less less of an action item. But um, you know, the the importance that that corporate and um, really the world is putting on EQ today just makes me think about the possibilities of the future. If we really are saying that. Um, That we want our leaders today and in the future to have empathy and to lead with these attributes that really are about understanding others and being able to communicate those things. It gives me hope and optimism about what lies for the future for for our corporate companies and just for leadership in general, because I think that possibilities are endless when people are actually managing and leading With strong EQ.
0: And we want to hear from you. We're doing this podcast because we do want to help others. And one thing that really helps us is when you hit us back up and let you know, let us know what you think about these episodes. One thing that is really big to the success of podcasts is when people, if you like the show, if you get any value out of this, go on iTunes, give us a rating and review, subscribe to the show because that's the way that we're gonna be able to help more people. Plus, you know what? We really do wanna hear from you. So Arturo, where can people connect with you?
1: Got it, you know what? They can find me on any social platform, Arturo Gomez, but uh, LinkedIn is probably the most appropriate for this. And so go ahead and connect with me and let's talk.
0: And for me, you can hit me up on all social media platforms, at Rob Cressy. LinkedIn and Instagram are the two best places.